All right, Eric. Spotlight is on. It is fully on. It's bright. It's right in my eyes. It's hurting. Hey, now. Hey, turn now. your spotlight on. I'll turn Oh, Jesus. Put on your podcast. spotlight. Under wow. your bed. All right. Uh, Off the rails. How's your week so far, my friend? I want to be like any, any other podcast. So, so how Eric, how, you, how have you been? Nobody gives uh, a shit how I've been. I would like to call you Problem Shay, your new Don't rap you dare. name. No, it's, it's not a little my new inside rap joke for my guys. My guys, Eric. Uh, I don't know what that means, you guys. My guys. Uh, I will tell you that we were going to start this a little earlier, and we got caught up in looking at Tom Hanks's uh, Twitter, where he likes to take pictures of abandoned gloves. And mostly shoes gloves. and boots. Shoes, boots, chairs. Guy's crazy. <laughs> we're just we're going down his time like laughing. This whole Twitter thing is, is a lot of pictures of abandoned glove shoes. And it seems that chairs. he's gotten off the glove kick, though, as of late. Now he's on the tiny cars. Yeah, he does like tiny cars, and it's just always seems to be him at a very tiny car saying, I think I'm going to buy a new car. <laughs> Hanks. I love that. H-A-N-X. Hanks. Look how quirky Tom Hanks is. He's gone insane and nobody's yeah, realized he it. Has, he's gone insane. Uh, we were talking about him today, actually, about how he announced that he was going to no longer gain or lose weight for roles because it was affecting his health. So uh, I thought he announced it years ago. He did, but I'm saying I think uh, since then he, he's gone completely insane. He really <laughs> does seem insane. He seems like a nice guy. A nice, insane guy, Eric. But I'm going to do some spotlight uh, stuff that I usually don't do. We're going to get this official, Eric. I'm going to try to get a little more official, a little more info to the people because uh, we did get an email last week from a guy who only listens to the spotlights. And only listening to the spotlight, you miss out on some of this info, Eric, like this. Welcome to the spotlight. Uh, Actually, I wouldn't even say that. Welcome to the Weird Science DC Comics Spotlight for the week of November 17, 2016. We are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Batman Podcast Network. Eric, I'm also going to tell you, you can reach us on email, weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com, Twitter, weirdsciencedc, on Facebook, you can like us at weirdsciencedccomics, and you can go and follow us on Podbean at Weird Science DC Comics at Podbean.com. Now, another Look at thing you to dishing add. out all the facts. Another thing to add, Eric. Listen to me. My voice, my throat feels great right now. I could probably do some arms wide open. You hear that? Yeah, great. That? Now it hurts. It hurts, and yeah. I don't have a it's drink with me. That was stupid. Uh, we are, We well, I don't know if you can say we are on or we have a page. Christian set up a Reddit page, Eric. He has a huh? Reddit page there that's going to be, I'll it's going to function, it's, it's going to function as our uh, message board. Because I, I'm just too lazy or stupid to have the message board on our site. These are a hassle. So you could go to Reddit at Weird Science DC Comics. That is the subreddit, as the kids say nowadays, I think. Subreddit. I did I'll say earlier when I went on there, because I was on, I was commenting a little. Uh, Dirty Drew had some sexual questions that I answered. And Excellent. Uh, Excellent. when I went on there, I did class, have to folks. mention to people, listen, this is Reddit, so we, we have to start fighting. It's not Reddit without people yelling and screaming at each other and fighting, right? That's what I was used to when I used to go That's on Reddit. What, well, actually, it, it's not Reddit until I get shadow banned twice. Then it's Reddit. <laughs> I don't understand rules. I may have, stepped, may have stepped on some people's toes. I will tell you right now, if I went on the DC Comics Reddit channel right now and say posted anything, 
it would be immediately deleted and I would be reported. I that I am on a list and they don't like a lot me. of lists. Yeah, yeah, really. I'm just saying Reddit lists. We don't want to talk oh, oh, about those other sorry. lists. Uh, but in general, I don't know about you. This week in comics was not great for me. It was it was actually better than average for you. Usually sure when we have the books of the week, uh, whatever, you tend to make brief appearances now and again. And what that means is we a book has to make an eight out of ten to We're on above. our website to get on there. By the way, our website is weirdsciencedccomics.com. Uh, but yeah, if if we rate a book over it an eight or above, it gets on the best books of the week, and you don't tend to have more than one a week. You really that. don't. Uh, some people say that it's because you are a harsh critic. Some people say you're an asshole. I some I say, say I'm spot to that on. I say yes, yes indeed. Um, I had one book that was an eight this week. I'm not going to reveal what it is. Or that is a is. spoiler. That is a treat. For anybody who wants to know, they can go to the site. But yeah, there was one book and the rest. I think at one point I did, I think I averaged out to under a five for the four books that I had. Like a five, a five, seven, five, I think is my average. You know, that seven, five error. Five point seven five. But yeah, that was my average for four books. I, rarely do I go that low on a bunch of books. Uh, what happened with me? A lot of it might have been maybe some fatigue with these stories not going anywhere. It might have just maybe been I'm me being off grumpy. It. it may have been me being an asshole. Yes. That's what I say. Yes. Uh, yes. But yeah, you enjoyed your books a little more, right? For the most part. There was Dr. Fate, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. do you even consider that your book? Quote, I had air quotes there. Your book. I consider book it my book because nobody else wants to fucking I was going to say, it. actually, maybe it would be your book. But yeah, that, that is not a great book. I did Final read issue. that. Um, but yeah, also, though, uh, we're going to talk about one book tonight. And we're not sure what it's going to be yet. We're going to talk about two books, me and you. I don't know why I'm telling people this, yeah. but we, me and you are going to talk two books tonight, and then we're going to figure out which one was the better review. And, and then you get the other the shitty podcast. one for but, the main podcast. Uh, yes, I, and I will tell you, it's going to be a green book. There's going to be green here. Uh, but we'll go just, I'm green with envy. We'll just go right now. Green Lanterns number 11, written by Sam Humphreys, with art by Robson Roca, Jay Lyston, Cam Smith, Blonde, and Dave Sharp. Frank Kominsky finally got his wish of becoming a Green Lantern, and he's not wasting any time to show the world what he can do. Well, he's wasting a little bit of time. Too bad Jessica and Simon are there to dash his dream and take the Phantom Ring away. What are you going to do, Frankie boy? What are you going to do? What you going to do, Frankie boy? What you going to do? Yeah, you you like this a little more. Uh, I don't know. I, I liked it. I'm telling enough. you, there's something about this book. Like When this series started... I did not care for it. I thought the dialogue wasn't great. I was tired of Simon and Jessica whining all the time. I think it was at issue six or seven where it turned around for me. I started really okay. enjoying what Sam Humphreys had for us. Yeah. And But the thing is, these books are some of the quickest reads I've had it's with any very, of the other DC comics coming out of Rebirth. It's like, very quick. I swear to God, I, I open this book and I'm done. <laughs> I, Before I know I'm just I'm just playing sound effects to try to you. throw you off. Uh, I will agree. I, I, I we were getting ready. Voodoo. We were getting ready to you know reading the books when we get ready for the podcast. And a lot of times I end up really pressing to uh, have time to do it. Like I'm like, oh yeah. my god, I have this amount of time. And I really thought I really thought I wasn't gonna have enough time for this book. <laughs> I, I had plenty. It was very 
very quick. Uh, I won't say that I didn't like it, though, because I do like the whole concept of the Phantom Ring. I think it's very cool. I think it is something that is new and intriguing. All these other books, a lot of these other books now that we're at this point in Rebirth, to me, seem like they're getting old. Well, they really do. It also seems like a lot of throwbacks. This seems like we're well, in completely that's what I'm new saying. territory. That's why I think it's. I think that's why I think it's getting old. Like, say, just the Hal Jordan. Let's go with the other Green Lantern book. We are still recapping and talking about stuff that happened in the New Fifty Two, and they're kind of changing it and doing, you know, playing around with that. It. We're getting a fucking whole backstory between Hal and Sinestro. That's all what I'm over saying. Again. It's still Hal and Sinestro. That was the sort of thing that Rebirth promised, but I thought by now. Let's move on. And there are, and it's, it's going to be funny. Uh, this week has a lot of those type of books where, sure like, does. even a Nightwing seems to be like, okay, you know, let's get on with it. And All right, we tried this new shit you guys didn't like. Yeah. We're going back to basics. And with this, this is why I think that I've been intrigued actually with the Green Lantern's book since it started, even when it wasn't the greatest. It did have some bumpy, uh, bumpy ride at the beginning. Because of the, you know, Simon and Jessica, everybody's getting upset. Oh, they keep arguing, whatnot. It's still, Jessica can't though, make a construct, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Jessica and all, but even that, from the get-go, it was, it was fresh. You, you know what I mean? Like, you, you had other, but like, even, well, uh, Flash tried to do things. Because saying, out of nowhere, well, we had Skalix back, Zillia Zox. Yeah, and but like, it, I know that, but that was, you know, even then though, for most people, even people who read the New 52, not a lot of people paid attention to those Red Lanterns, and they were gone Shut for a while. So that's what I'm saying. It wasn't, I don't know what else you could have done because to me, they were saving the heavy hitters for the Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern core book. You had the Sinestro, you had the, the red, Yellow Lanterns, you had all this. I like this a little more. I do. And now this story, Sam Humphreys is actually, as it's gone on, we, me and you even said that all of a sudden he's impressing us more and more. Yeah. And I, I really, I like this issue. I like Frank Lemensky. Like I said, I'm and you, I, I like feel him because. I'm so weird about this because you know he's a bad dude. I can't help but still feel sorry for him well, from here's time the to thing. time. That's the best part of it. You know he's a bad dude. I can't. Blame him somewhat. I think he's still a sympathetic character. Because you're a bad dude, too. No, it's that he's uh, he's always lost. And, you know, as a winner in life, I couldn't even imagine that, Eric. I mean, how would I imagine a guy who always came in second? Because if that happened to me, I'd kill myself. Really, Frank has to learn my rule. If you come in second once, whatever you're doing, you quit. You don't do that anymore. You, so you <laughs> narrow it down to the two things in life that you're actually good at, you know? And, and if you can't find them, then you kill yourself. You jump off a bridge. Uh, but yeah, he good is times. so, he's so, even to the point he has this phantom ring, and I like the fact that, for the most part, he is a Green Lantern. Oh, that's, uh, that's because all he that's what he's worked and he worked to do. Yes, he trained to be that. He tra- his willpower, and all. so that makes sense. I also just like that he's very happy. He he is happy, and also when it gets down to it, and he is confronted later in the issue by Simon and Jessica, it's almost like he wasn't invited to the party, but when he got to the party. Everybody was getting along with him. He thought everything was fine. And then the next thing you know, these bikers come in and ruin the goddamn party and tell you that you fucking take a shower with the clothes on, Eric. And you don't like that. That upsets you. And I understand. Like, he really just wants to be accepted. I want to be accepted. I'm the Frank Lemensky of, of my time. I thought you were. I, I thought you were winning, Jim. No. Well, I, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's right. 
Like, I'm contradictory a winner. motherfucker. I'm a winner. No, I'm <laughs> saying just parties and things like that. Once it gets to him being called out then, I do feel bad for him. I really do. But yeah, at the beginning, they show him. He has the Green Lantern ring. He is he, he's fucking excited. He's That's more the excited. The, the things we see him do at the Green Lantern ring, obviously we see him fly. He's all about that. It's badass. Yeah. Yeah. He goes swimming with the sharks with a freaking yep. shield around him, which yeah. is great. And then for some reason, he starts smashing the forest with a boxing glove yeah, construct. Yeah, I don't yeah, quite yeah. understand that. He and likes finally, that. He, he puts his name on a mountaintop, and I don't care what you say. He could have burned this into it. I think he drank too much ecto-cooler and pissed his name on and this mountaintop. I think mountaintop. he did, too. I think he drank uh, a lot of that uh, Blue Mountain Dew that we, we drink at lunch. The Mountain Berry Blast? Mountain Berry Blast Dew or whatever we call it, that combo drink from Speedway. He Mountain Dew is a Powerade. Yeah, he is peeing there. He has to be. Uh, yeah, I don't care what you say. I agree. <laughs> uh, he is going to it. Now, the other thing where we have a lot of ideas in our head about this whole uh, story and things like that, that we kind of think that it's possible that the Phantom Ring is also screwing around with people's minds and, and making them, you know, almost crave it. Like, it is almost, the, it's like the it, one like ring. If you want to talk about all these different emotions or whatever that yeah. like fuel a ring, you can kind of, I can, like you were talking about maybe anxiety when we first started the series yeah, up yeah. with how Jessica was acting, kept saying anxiety over and over again. Yeah. Maybe it has to do with addiction. Well, it, it is very or just hunger or then that's kind of an addiction, but that's where I'm, what I'm leading at is I would like to think that, yes, hungry, he Jim. has been, he has been, you know, upset and wanting this ring this long. And when he gets it, he is having fun, but it does seem a little more like, I don't know. I didn't really, it's weird because the story, Frank Lemensky himself, took a turn because at one point he just wanted to be a Green Lantern when he did, wasn't accepted. When it, And really, it was the worst. The ring came to him, accepted him, and then aired and went off in Simon Bass. And yep. uh, to to me, that that's what, you know, he snapped. But I think it's there's something a little more. I think this ring is doing something a little bit more with them because of what we saw with Simon. And also Jessica. Yeah, Simon and Jessica have been thinking yeah. pretty heavily about what they could do with the Phantom Ring. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, old Frankie boy has, uh, Valthum has taken out. I thought at one point that Valthum and Frank were heading off with Rami into the, into the, you know, into space. I really did last issue. I thought he's like, no, because remember when, uh, Frank wanted to like, Hey, I'll show you what I can do with this ring. No, no, no. We got other plans. I thought they were heading off into space when in fact, they appear to just be, uh, where does it say? In Coast I, City, but they're in I'm some fucking slum. They're chilling slum. in Frank's freaking apartment, I yeah. think. Yeah, it's weird, though, that they would be there. But, yeah, I think you're right. It's weird because, you know, you can kind of search them out. Frank's but, uh, got a serial killer wall with all the green yeah, lantern stuff you're on right. it. So it's Rami's there. So they're there. To a freaking radiator. Boy, Rami, that is, a, that is a horror movie. Rami the Guardian <laughs> is now uh, fucking tied up to the radiator. That is about the worst you can do. Uh, but, yeah, in the meantime... He is just Frank is just very excited now, to be I'm a Green wor- Lantern. I'm more worried about like because he's like, hey, what do you want to do now? And like Valthum's like, you go off and you show the world what you got, Frank. Yeah, he Lomensky. says it's time. I'm going to hang out here with hero. Rami and we're going to talk about some old times. Yeah, I'm Rami's like, Rami's in trouble. To Rami he's going to get he's going to get medieval on his ass, Eric. He's just fucking the gimp. Fiction, the gimp is about to come in. The gimp's going to come in, and next thing somebody. 
Yeah, somebody better get a fucking machete and slash a Bushido sword and slash somebody because shit's going wrong. <laughs> uh, they're going to walk in. Rami's going to have a fucking rake ball in his mouth and getting fucked from the, from behind. It's going to be fucking disaster. Uh, but it's weird because is yeah, I think this it's going to be just, missionary. I think Vaulting's yeah. going to make him look him in the eyes. And he really likes it, actually. Yeah. Look at, look at Rami. He's kind of sexy. Uh, the thing no, that gets not. me, the thing that gets me though is like, all of a sudden, Volthoom looks to be very like ethereal. He, what is he? What's up with him now? I have and, no idea what's yeah, up with him. I, it's very odd. He is, he has become from the like the Emperor from Star Wars now into like what could be a smoke monster. Yeah, it looks like a smoke monster. And you, you do think that he is sending Frank away. He's just, hey, it's almost like, hey, kid, here's five bucks and go to the movies while me and your mom talk. Is that what he's doing? Because down, he Uncle is Jamie. getting rid. Yeah, he is getting rid of him. But in the meantime, Frank really wants to be a hero. He really does. Now it's one of those things. I think that because he has always wanted to be a Green Lantern and he has trained and all this, what he really he wants acceptance, obviously. Yeah. But he does want the fame. He yeah, wants definitely. to be seen. He wants to be a fa- the fame of that. Well, he ends up in Kansas. And, you know, the one thing I know about Kansas, Eric, is every three minutes there's a tornado. So oh, it's if not you're a gonna- hurricane? No, this is a tornado, Eric. I know the difference now. I know the difference between a boat and a train and a hurricane and a tornado, uh, just not at the same time. But, yeah, they head off to Kansas and, in fact – Tornado Eric. It's Tornado yeah. Alley. I mean, they don't call it Tornado Alley for for no reason. I don't know if you're aware of that. There might be a chance a of tornadoes in Tornado Alley. Yeah, it's not like Iceland and Greenland how they're changing. Tornadoes happen, Eric. Bunch I just dopes. They named I it all just want to let you know. Really, actually, before they named it, fine place. They named it Tornado Alley. It fucked them. It, it jinxed everything. Next thing you know, tornadoes. Uh, you had to Tell say me. something, didn't you, John? Yeah, really. You had to open your mouth. Now, Alejandro is out with his dog. Tell me how his dad survives what happens to him because he looks like he gets hit by a tree in the a middle tree of a branch. Now, I'm telling you, that is a big branch. That is That's a big-ass branch. I'm looking at it. He, ha- he should be dead. But uh, the kid and the dog get caught in the tornado, and in comes – and it's funny, too. Look at the – there is a car – <laughs> I mean, this shit, shit is going bad. This is a straight this up F five out of Twister. I mean, Jim. it is crazy. Yeah, F five. Uh, what were those uh, outlaw chasers? Wasn't that that thing? The you used outlaw to... chasers. Outlaw chasers. Goddamn storm hick storm chasers. I don't even remember where I used to see <laughs> I mean, that. That was like one of the first things you told me at work. Yeah, you ever see those outlaw chasers? I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? We, we, we already just have a stroke. We we're a bunch of bad badasses over here. Outlaw chasers. Outlaw every, chasers. End, end every sentence with outlaw chasers. Yeah. It's like, hey, uh, somebody get me a breakfast sandwich. Outlaw chasers. Yeah, I imagine it was the big thing where like ghost hunting shows became the, yeah. like yeah. so big all and over the place. To have like a everybody a, tried a to persona. grab whatever they could. Oh shit! Yeah. Tornado fucking hunters. All right, let's get yeah. this shit in here. Yeah, but you couldn't just be the tornado hunters. You got to be outlaw chasers. No, they were outlaws. That's why they're badass, Jim. Because they're right. outlaws. Yeah, they're outlaw chasers. Outlaw chasers. I sound a little like Forrest Gump. I think when I say outlaw chasers. <laughs> outlaw chasers. I I don't sound anything like Forrest Gump do. <laughs> uh, Not at all. So Frank Lemetsky shows up in this guy, Alejandro. Outlaw chasers. He's uh he's in the middle of a tornado. I I don't know how he survives, but you know what? Frank, big baseball fan, makes a big baseball glove, catches him. It's pretty cool. Uh, and it I, I actually think it's reminds really me a funny, lot of though, how. that his constructs are very similar to the ones that Hal Jordan uses. That's what I'm you telling like, you. It reminds me of how. 
Uh, I'm saying, them, well, they're both from Coast City, and they yep. were both test pilots. Like, is there this whole strain, of, like uh, stream of thought between? I, test I don't pilots even know stream of thought. Imagined? I actually, I actually would say that he has studied Hal Jordan. He's seen him oh, in yeah, action. He has, has that report. So, yeah, I think that basically he is. This is number one. I think that. It's one of those that this is what he thinks being a Green Lantern is making. Yeah, he's emulating his hero. P- punching gloves and fucking baseball gloves and shit like that. Why do you like always that. say punching gloves? Well, it's a boxing glove because when I don't really box, I just punch. I'm not a pugilist, Eric. I just like to punch the shit out of people. That's a funny I'm word, pugilist. Fucking punch, yeah. So uh, he saves a kid, and in fact, the kid then thinks he's a hero. He is. He well, no, saved this see, the kid. thing is, I really like this. We're talking about the whole, like, the idea of being a hero. And up until this point, that's what Frank's had. And I love how he swoops in here when the kid Alejandro gets pulled in the tornado. And he quick saves, like, I just saved your life. You know, maybe say thank you, stuff like that. And the kid's all like, please save my dog. Yeah, he wants that to wasn't save the something dog. that was on, like, uh, Frank's radar. Like, it struck yeah, him as yeah. odd at first, like. Well, oh, again, yeah, it's because I, he isn't saving this kid because he he's worried about the kid. He's saving this kid because of what it means. He's a hero now. Exactly. He doesn't give a shit about it, but he does. He saves the dog. But yeah, it's Jose Canseco all of a sudden on The Simpsons. You got to yeah. fucking save anybody. I wonder if this is what's going to lead to – I don't know if it continues and all of a sudden he realizes – Frank realizes that you know this heroing business is a lot of work. I, you know I'm what I'm saying? Though, I don't know how much heroing we're going to get by what we see at the end of this. He better yeah. get his willpower in check. Now, I, I don't know what, what he's going to play about. I, it may even lead to at some point where you, you see him save this, and it does lead into a thing, but maybe later he's going to be like one of those guys who's like, look, I'm going to save you, kid. And there's some kid like, I don't need it. What are you doing? Oh, you scare me. And he gets fucking pissed because later they this kid does get scared of him. But yeah. in the meantime, That's you sure. go back to uh, Dearborn, Michigan, Eric, and there is uh, Jessica – Simon and Nazir, and I don't know what's up with Nazir. Is is he become like this just lazy layabout? Because there's a lot of shit going on, and he seems like he wants nothing to do with them at all. Like they're I, like uh, Nazir, where is it? I'm just telling you the way the way, the way he, showed him in the last just issue. Just the way that he's sitting on that couch. To me, if I was like there, and Simon is getting angry at him because I, I'm telling you the way I read it, it's come on, Nazir, who took the phantom ring? Where's Rami? I don't know. I, I, I got fucking shit to do. You know what? I know Guy's what you're saying shot. is like I know, but it doesn't even even the art doesn't come across like that until he starts talking. Then he's like, listen, you know, he showed me this and this, this, uh, clarified a thing that happened when we were talking about the last issue. I did think that's what was happening, but he really does spell it out that when Frank became a yellow lantern after Nazir hit him with the, the axe, he did pull out the vision of his son as a fucking monster. And, uh, that's what Nazir saw. That's why he was afraid. And he, he was. He was petrified. He still is. Oh, yeah. you, you can. I, I understand that you can say Shellshan. He doesn't come off. He comes off to me like almost like fuck this shit. This is bullshit. I wanted to help before. I'm fucking out. This is too much. Uh, you can't and, keep a little blue man in my attic anymore. Yeah, Simon. yeah. It's it's done. But yeah, Simon just seems real mad. I mean, at one point, uh, he just leaves as if like Nazir. Fuck you. It's your fault. Jessica even comes out and says, listen, it's not his fault. And he's like, not now. I know it isn't, but he, we left him up. You know what I'm saying? He's very, very angry. Uh, 
But yeah, there's a little thing right here where you get a little interaction between Simon and Jessica that I'm guessing that this is to show that Simon is like, Jessica might not be able to make constructs at all times, but she's not worthless because, and it's also shows she's a crazy fucking bonkers nut because her ring starts talking to her like See, a human. I, I really like this aspect of the story because it is giving us something new with the Jessica character. Like, you know, she well, is just pretty much, it, you know, Green Lantern, yeah. B, C, D, whatever, like, she could be anybody. She's just a Green Lantern that can't make constructs. But this yeah. whole thing where her ring can just talk to her like a person, like all she does is sit around and talk because to her like it is a person. she sits around and talks to the ring, yeah. And and again, this like is that. something that comes from somebody who doesn't really have any guidance. She doesn't know any better. She doesn't know. like, And also, it, it is almost like – I don't know. It, it's like almost like a, where you have a it's movie a like a Frankenstein computer. where the little girl goes up to Frankenstein and starts talking to him. All of a sudden, Frankenstein likes the little girl because nobody's ever done this. Like this ring, this could be – they could all have this, but they all treat the ring the same exact way. It is a tool. It, yeah. It's the weapon of the you know the greatest weapon in the universe. This She treats it as her only goddamn friend because she really doesn't have any friends and doesn't like to go out. So I do like it as well that it's a new thing, but it also kind of points at how sad a life Jessica has uh, – but it I, it fits her. It fits her completely. It really like does. she would sit there and throughout the throughout the whole uh series so far, she has been talking to her ring. Like at the one point when she didn't want to be at uh Simon's uh what the Halloween party or the one yep. where they're making the stuff and she's like, Oh ring, you know, it darks maybe dark sides around. I can leave them at you know, that whole thing. Like she did sit there and talk to the ring as if she was kind of talking to herself. Well, I imagine but she I, does in her whole, all of her downtime. Yeah. And I like the fact now that the ring is actually starting to talk back. That the ring actually is her best friend almost. And it does it throws Simon off. Like and you know and she even like it's one of those where then you feel bad for Simon because she's like you know I talk to Ring all the time don't you and he's like what the fuck are you talking about? No, I'm about? too busy having the Emerald Sight over here. Yeah, really, the Emerald Sight. What the fuck happened to Emerald Sight? You think sight? we're ever gonna see that Emerald Sight again? I, I hope so. <laughs> I got some questions, Jimmy. That Emerald Sight. Uh, but yeah, they she gets her ring to kind of look for other emotional spectrum energy. That's going to be the way to find it. Makes sense. She's very smart with that. Like, hey, Hell yeah. uh, you know, you can't just Your say ring, baby. you Any can't. Anomalies it, going on? Because yeah, and the the Phantom Ring can't be tracked the way they would. It's not connected that way. So yeah, she figures out the way to get it, and it does. It tells them to go to Kansas, and they head off where Frank is being interviewed by the local news and they're like oh my god you're a hero and he he is playing it up and to me oh, yeah, he's this it up is, for the camera. Yeah, and uh, to me this is something that he has practiced in the mirror in the bathroom it really seems like that where he's going and that's where i think there runs the problem is it gets interrupted by simon and jessica and it really throws him off and it pisses him off and now we're gonna have fights and he even that's what the best is he tries to go with it still. He's like, hey, they come down. They're pissed. Simon looks fucking, you know, insane. Oh, yeah, he's furious. And uh, Frank's like, hey, fellow heroes, what's going on? And then uh, it, that's when Simon and Jessica start to look like assholes because really it is all in the eye of the beholder. Oh, yeah, These we got two this guy landers, over here who just saved a kid. Then we got yeah. some jerk ass who's saying he's not a yeah. hero. And <laughs> pissed off and angry and pointing their rings at him and yelling stuff. And, yeah, the kid and the dog jump in front of Frank and they're like no no he's a hero don't do this and yeah Frank mugs it up with that 
And it's crazy because then they really start going back and forth with each other because we know Simon and Jessica pretty much know this guy's awful. And they have Rami. They have to have all these things. And this is where Frank ends up. Everything that Jessica and Simon know about Frankie Boy right now is that he can burn a house down and then kidnaps their friend. Yeah, he's not good. No. Uh, But, yeah, that's when he – Talking about deserving a ring and, oh, look at you, deserving the ring. And this is where Frank says, you, with the Arabic tattoo, haven't you spent some time in jail? Maybe worse? And it's weird because... See, I, we're talking about this because we're uh, on the chat today in a weird science chat, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what to call that right yeah. now. But um, somebody pointed out to me that they said Simon. He said Simon's name or the news said Simon's name. I'm like, that's weird. I don't remember that. And I reread it before we got on the night. And they do not say his name. But yeah. this whole thing with him being in jail kind of points to the fact that Frank knows. But I was thinking back to the uh, issue where we saw Frank's whole backstory two issues yeah. ago, I guess it was. And we did see the ring fly away saying going to Guantanamo Yeah, it did Bay. say that. I don't know that Frank heard that, though. And it's uh, a weird thing. Is that something that, you know what I'm saying? I don't – They you can't tell if he did. And the other thing is – I mean, you could play this up that he's just a racist fucking asshole. Could because be. basically, oh, Arabic tattoo. Oh, you probably spent some time in jail, right? Maybe Isn't that right? worse. Terrorist? Because the maybe worse is just a weird line to say if you knew who he was. Now again, we saw even where uh when Frank was also sitting there and how Jordan was the uh the Green Lantern that saved and and came and saved him. Then yeah. he was waiting. Oh, you know what? I wish I was him. But then the the big reveal then to him was when John Stewart became a Green Lantern. And then he said, "Oh my God, there's more than one. I got to train because." And they all seem to be kind of announcing themselves, you know, to the press and things yeah. like that. So he and he has this, like you said, the stalker wall. And he <laughs> may have each one, like Guy Gardner. They even he was, and that angered him more. Like he was Kyle aware. Kyle really angered. Yeah, I could he, kick his yeah. ass. And he was aware each time. So I think that he may See, put some things together. This, if he had, I, I'm just trying to work something out where he would say this, make this comment. Besides for the racist yeah, aspect yeah. of it, where you know maybe he heard the ring say Guantanamo Bay, and maybe. Um, I don't know how much the world knew when Simon, like, you know, was arrested yeah, and know. then the Green Lantern ring and he What's broke out of Guantanamo Bay and then the Justice League was after him. If, if he knew who he was and really did, I'm not even saying Simon Baz, but knew, right. you know, what, and the good, I think that he would have said more. Like, he would have been pissed because Simon's the one who stole it from him. He would be so angry at Simon. Now, the thing is, one of these two, I think in his mind, he realizes one of these two are the one who stole oh, yeah, from yeah, him. He definitely knows I don't that. think he knows which. And if he did hear the Guantanamo Bay, I think he would have put two and two together. And it is racist. But he, I think he's just being a racist asshole. I think he's being a douchebag. This is supposed to make you realize he's a piece of shit. And it, it, to me, it works. Uh, even that, and then he sees Jessica. Oh, look at you. I've seen you on the news. You can't even make a construct. I'm like, what kind of news is reporting this? What is there like the daily news? Green Lantern can't make construct. It's such a weird thing to say about seeing on the news, but yeah. I guess that's what happened. TMZ. I'm got you, he seems to be watching the news nonstop. Yeah, oh, about he's, anything Green he Lantern. is definitely great. So yeah, I, he may have. Put he gets to, notifications I, for anything. Hashtag Green Lantern on his yeah, Twitter account. I think if if you want to. You know, between the lines, I think he sat there and when he saw Simon Baz, he's a piece of shit and said, fucking Arabic asshole is now a Green Lantern, you son of a bitch. Well, it's funny, too, 
um, when we talk about it, if you really want to get down to it, there are too many uh, green green uh, lanterns of Earth, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Where are they all from? They're all from They're Earth? pretty much all from the U.S. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't know that, what you meant why, from that. Why isn't anybody complaining about that? Like, all you hear is the complaints about them all being from Earth. They're all from Jim, the United States. Jim, I think States. it's clear that nobody else is, is better than the U.S. <laughs> That we're the only ones with willpower here in the U.S., I guess. Well, yeah, why isn't this a thing? Are. Why isn't there a, you know, why isn't there Hold an on, Australian? I got to light up a cigarette. Yeah, I, it, these Australians, you, you make them a Green Lantern, next thing you know, you got constructs of fucking boomerangs, and you Wallabies. got the fucking koala bears, and the fucking dingoes. <laughs> Foster's next thing you know, they con- a construct of a dingo and a baby. You got it all, Eric. Why isn't this happening? I don't know, but yeah, it's weird they're all from the U.S. But yeah, he he was keeping track of who they are. So just in general, well, we, well, we, all make, we have to know is so, he hates them all. I'm just saying to make things maybe a little bit better. Uh, Rancor and the Red Lantern Corps. He was from England. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the right because the Red Lantern. They're all angry in England. They're <laughs> always angry. Then really, I'm half English. You, you want to guess which half is the angry half, Eric? The German <laughs> half, actually. Of course. That's been uh, yes, my, my dad's half. Uh, that half is in the caboose now. Jeez, my dad passed on his fucking I thought you caboose. might it was in your ass. Yeah, it might be, too. It might be. But, yeah, while they're doing this, Simon and Jessica start really looking bad. They're not looking good. And they're arguing. And that's where you go to Batman, which is a really cool little I, I love this one little panel. There's, yeah. You didn't need it, but it works so well. Batman is watching this on well. the news in the, in the Batcave. He's like... Baz, don't you freaking talk to a fool with onlookers. Yeah, exactly. yeah, don't, don't talk with a fool, especially on television. And really, I think he's also pointing out television, you can edit this shit no matter what you, you, and edit, I, you know. I actually just saw this panel. I'm like, Batman is embarrassed for you, Baz. Yeah, yeah that's bad. He's like, Oh God, Jesus Christ. But yeah, then it continues and you get another cameo and it's Carol Ferris, which and is a great cameo because we've not seen anything yeah, of Carol Ferris since nope. Rebirth. Yep, she's there and she has a 10 o'clock meeting, but she's, you know, wait a minute, I want to see this. And she, she's mad. She's like, how much can, and she's mad at Simon and Jessica. She's like, how much can they talk? And really, she may not know that Frank Lemensky isn't a Green Lantern fully. You know what I'm saying? She's she's kind of out of the deal. And yeah, I would wonder if she's also thinking, you know what? I wish, I wonder which one died. But oh, she's another like, American you... star sapphire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, yeah, really. It's, they're all Americans. It's awful. Uh, but yeah, she's like, how long, how quick can you tarnish the name of the Green Lanterns in two minutes? And yeah, they're going on. Uh, but this is where shit starts going wrong with all Frankie because Jessica then mentions, listen, you know why we're Green Lanterns? Because the greatest Green Lantern of all time, uh, chose us, told us that, you know, told us we're worthy. So we I, deserve the rings. Yeah, and I thought, boy, when did Guy Gardner show up in this That's, book and tell them that? Eric? That is when such a Guy weird thing up? for me. I guess it makes sense because Green Lantern, like how Jordan Green Lantern was the guy that yeah. inspired him. Yeah. Like it was his everything. So yeah, when she is, said the greatest Green Lantern yeah, type of thing, I'm, I'm like, telling you, it, it, it was, was just, a weird line to me. It was you a can't weird line, but how Jordan here? It, yeah, so. it was just to, you know. Writing wise, it was just to fire him up. So they did say it, and he reverts to the Phantom Lantern there. That's the full out Phantom Lantern when he's like, uh, yeah. and he's going, uh, and they're all watching him. It's and so people, weird to me that he, like, it's almost like you never meet your heroes type of shit because, yeah, you know, how Jordan seems to be a sort of inspiration for him, but here he also seems to despise him for having yeah, something that he didn't I, have. Yeah, I just think that he, 
at, at this point, he thinks that he is the most worthy and he's been fucking ditched. And I think that when this happens, then you start hating. And when, you know, if you wanted to be in one direction, Eric, and you kept talking to Harry, Harry, please let me be in one direction. You're my favorite band of all time. And they're like, nope, you suck. You're American. You you start getting mad, and you would you start hating those people, and now next thing you know, you hate One Direction, Eric, and it's so sad that you hate them that much. Uh, but yeah, he starts getting pissed, and the people who are watching, and even the kid, they're like thrown aback, like, oh my god, yeah, look yeah, at this guy, scared. and yeah, you're scared. Fuck, and even then, the dog looks scared. Do you think at the one point when he's like, shut up, I'm a real Green Lantern, because they're like, you're not, you're you know, you're a phony, whatever. He looks a little like Rob Liefeld to me out of nowhere but it, it made me laugh but yeah nobody wants to be around him he even says like hey kid you know what i'm your hero right and like they don't want any parts and he gets angry and the fucking emotions are going and he turns into an orange lantern he's avarice hits because he's greedy he wants to be not only the you can't take this ring from me i earned it yeah, it and, belongs to me that, it's mine and it's I, mine. Yeah, it's mine mine and i do think that he really he just doesn't want to be a Green Lantern. I think in his mind, he wants to be the only Earth Lantern. Like, to him, I don't know how much he knows. It seems like that's his only thing he knows. He doesn't well, know that you, the green, there's more. Yeah, we, we see all the Earth Lanterns. He knows all about them, yeah, like the whole yeah. core aspect. I don't know if you yeah, understand. Yeah, I don't think he gets Frank that. Frank really seems like a loner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does. And he does I, not I just think, yeah, I, I really do think. I think that he thinks it's a contest. He thinks he's the best, and that would mean that the rest should die. I really do think that he wants to be so the only Jim one. Warner, I got but you. the problem with the Phantom Ring, like, I don't think in general, I don't think that Frank would want to be an Orange Lantern or a Red Lantern. He wants to be a Green Lantern. The problem with yeah. this Phantom Ring is your emotions determine Cycle what color through, you yeah. go. And I think this is where one of the things that's going to bother him. I think that in the end, that's one of the things I do think, hopefully, I hope Hal Jordan shows up. I hope that there's more to yeah, this where, you know, he, and I really do at the end, I hope Frank realizes that it'd be hokey, but I have a feeling that Volthoom's going to do some crazy shit and Frank's going to try to stop and get killed. He, either that or he's going to stop Volthoom with his dying breath and, and then they're going to be like, you know what? You were a hero, Frank. It'll be so that's cheesy. That's all I wanted to hear. But, yeah, he's like, that's what I wanted. And then it, I would like that, actually, with this, because I do, I, I'm sympathetic to, to Frank. I really am. Uh, he is just, he's just he's a, a little guy. mixed up, is all. Well. Maybe and a little he racist. Is. We and, don't and quite again, know, but just a little mixed up. We saw, though, that throughout his whole life, he never was number one. He he just never was, and he did his best to train to be what this. Is and the he ballad just, of Eric Shea you're talking just about? I still don't understand how a ring accepts you and then decides somebody is better. That that is that's no takesy backsies. <laughs> I, I had a I, girlfriend I really, like that once. Oh yeah, haven't we all? But <laughs> it just you know what I'm saying. It just it really, but it it really was a good setup for this character because he's had nothing and. uh yeah, I told you. Remember at the one issue when he, uh, the one guy's, hey man, you're not allowed to fly anymore. I look like you're going to be flying on this couch and he flipped out on that oh guy. Oh my god, I think that, Well, I'm telling you, that was definitely the foreshadowing that he is unstable and yeah. that, and, and He's what not better, well with others. and what better villain to have a phantom ring that goes cycles through emotions that, than a fucking psychopath that is emo- overly emotional. Uh, it's pretty good. 
I, I like this issue. I, the art is really good. There's a couple times where it goes a little wonky. Yeah, Frank's faces sometimes get a little weird, but yeah. for the most part, I really dig the art and the colors in this book. I'll tell you, the only time that I was like really taken aback was when he's like, you two, who are you? The police, ring police. And he's got, he looks like he's Jim Carrey in the mask. Uh, he, he's got a rubber face going. I'll see it. He even looks I'm like a, right the Fireman Bill or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. He is so crazy. Fire Marshal Bill. Fire Marshal Bill, yeah. It, it is crazy. But other than that, I really do like the art. Uh, I like the story. I'm you, Simon and Jessica are spot on throughout the entire thing. Like, yeah. Simon, I, I actually think I can say he's never looked fucking better. He looks so badass. Yeah, he looks issue. great. He's pissed, too. Uh, Jessica looks great as well. Uh, and I do like, like, this is an issue where. You're not just getting set up. You're getting a lot of character moments. You're finding out more about Frank and how he's reacting. You it's, you it's, you get that thing with the ring with Jessica. You get the Batman and Carol Ferris in there to make it seem like, you know, that they are connected. Like, you, you don't get that in a lot of books. That's something Rebirth has done really well, where it's more of a connected universe. But just those two little things made it really seem bigger and it's, I really it's funny to me, it. though, when I was reviewing this book, I actually had a hard time with my like final thoughts on the subject yeah. because I don't know where we're going with the story. I don't look at it the solicits. And even if I did, I don't know yeah, what they're yeah. going to they're gonna tell me. But I can't tell if we're moving like, you know, baby steps here or we're taking giant leaps in the yeah. story because this moves really fast. Like, it does all move sudden, fast. But like we're ta- it seems like we're also taking baby steps because it we're not does. really doing much. No, but that's what I'm saying. I, that it, it, this I is, don't know if I'm even making sense saying this. Well, I'm it's telling you that this thing. is what it's a it's kind of a setup issue that moves stuff forward a little more than a usual setup issue. Usually, a setup issue you're going to get like, "Hey, who's that? Oh, that's John. You you don't want to mess with him," and then you're done. This really did push Frank Lemensky into a part, and especially at the end when he flips out that he now is more dangerous to me uh, than just the, the sad loser that I felt bad for before. Now you're getting the, you know, he's nuts and he's fucking flipping out and stuff like that. I really liked it. I did. Uh, what did you give? I gave it an 8 out of 10. I'd actually give it an 8.5. Uh, I didn't even know what I was going to give it go again. I just, it was one of those where I actually, for the podcast now, I've stopped giving uh, – scores in my notes because i know i'm going to change anyway because if you piss me off i'm going down to a 5.1 eric and, and i don't care what you say Dick. but no i do like talking to you because when i talk it when we finally get an issue that we like and yeah this is probably one of my favorite issues so far of the week uh but yeah i really liked it all right green arrow number 11 eric. green arrow number 11 is it gonna 11, wow me jimmy boy number is it 11 wow is heaven Eric, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to wow you. I know I, I, I had some issues, and I told you those issues at work, and I yelled and screamed, but sometimes that does not persuade you to the right path. No. Uh, anger leads to hate, Eric, and hate leads to a fun podcast. That's what I hear. That is what Yoda told me. Are we the dark time. side of podcasts? We might be. We may be. Who knows? I don't know what. We're the phantom ring of podcasts. All the emotions are open. I'm down. They're all open for us. I can dig it. Yeah, you can dig it, all right. I don't know if I can dig Green Arrow hey, number 11. Jim, yeah. I don't even need a shovel to dig it. <laughs> hey, Eric. What's up? Thank you. Green Arrow <laughs> number 11. <laughs> yo. 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 
Green Arrow number 11, written by Ben Percy, art by Juan Ferreira and Nate Pico. Yeah, you don't want to whisper Juan Ferreira. He's carrying this goddamn book. Carrying it. Jesus Christ. I, if, I wish that I just said Green Arrow, Juan Ferreira. Pretty good much. night. Because that's all I, well, you'll see. This issue continues the maiden voyage of the Empire Express. And even though I think that is a whole, that this whole Trans-Pacific Railway is a steaming pile of horse shit, there are more problems than just that. Horse shit! While Juan Ferreira's art is awesome, Ben Percy's story is not well executed, not well set up, and seems to think it's bigger than it actually is. Well, I'm here to tell you what it actually is. A steaming pile of horse shit, Eric. Horse but shit! it looks great, at least. It does. Yeah, it looks great. It really, it, it really does. Uh, I have a now, lot Jim, of, what's before that? We, before we jump into any kind of trans uh, yeah. railway talk, Empire Express talk, oh, maiden lot, voyages yeah. and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. How did we come from heroin train I to I don't this? know. Where did this heroin, we found out about this train, which seemed to be a cargo train, if you ask me at that point, that was going to go, even then, when I heard, I heard about this train, and they did say the train would go from Seattle to Shanghai, and this island, which it seemed like there'd be many more, because they, this island was set up by the Ninth Circle as a way stop, you know, fuel, whatever. Heroin. In the meantime. Whatever. They would put their heroin in there, and that was like business is booming and and stuff like that. In the meantime, it, it's not that right. It is you, not from the way I understood it in the previous arc. It was a train solely for heroin. Yes, for heroin. It Maybe was the heroin train. Parts. I don't nope. know. And and to the point where, if you remember when he, when Oliver found out on that island about the train, he the said, island of scars. It, the island of scars. He said to himself, "Oh God." The, the thing that my dad loved and wanted to have be a great thing, Broderick took over and turned it into a drug-running train. Basically, that's what he said. It was almost like this man, Broderick, who I already hate, perverted my dad's vision His and turned legacy, this into Jim. something awful. Um, it went from that to one issue later being the eighth wonder of the world. And really, it should be because I'm wondering what the fuck this is. It makes no goddamn sense, and I think it has I bothered about me eight times throughout this book. It has bothered me so much since then. And finally, I called to arms, Eric, this morning. I went and I looked up some things just to give a little stats. And it, it, this doesn't mean this anything. Morning. This doesn't mean anything because this is the DCU. You, you know, people have even said you said. Listen, they have a watchtower. Uh, they have, you know, Wayne and this seems hey, to be a queen. I just know that the DEO, can, uh, an agent can go out of nowhere and take a spaceship, all yes. right? Well, this is Queen Industries. It's pretty much swell, spelled out. This is a Queen Industries thing. Now, the the only thing that I could really come up that would be somewhat comparable would be the channel train, the train between England and France. Is that called um, the channel or is that something different? I, yeah, I heard that, but we won't even, I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. I heard that. Actually, I heard it from our boss's son, so I'm not going to stand by that piece yeah, of info. Yeah, he's an idiot. I don't know. Yes. So what I found, though, is that basically the channel, as they say, <laughs> is 31 miles long. I'm not – and these are stats that I got earlier. I can't really – I don't know the exact, but I believe that the – so 31 miles, Eric. 31 miles. This, this train, the Trans-Pacific Railway – is 5,700 miles, which is approximately about 181 times bigger. Uh, that tunnel took six years to make, six to seven years. 
times that by 180, and you might get an idea of how much this would take. Plus, that was going through the English Channel. This is going under the Pacific Ocean to places where no man the is going. This Pacific is Ocean. nonsense. This fucking train is a bunch of fucking... It's nonsense. It would have cost a trillion dollars. Keep that what? in mind, because I'm going to bring it up later. you think they had a, a treaty with the Atlanteans going on here? What do you think? Uh, you know? We didn't see anything. No, that's we didn't. The problem. Shit. We, that's, what, that's my issue with this. It just was plopped down on our fucking laps, and it is Eighth an engineer. The world. You might as well build a goddamn escalator to the goddamn moon. This makes no sense, and it just irritates me that he throws this out here, something that is almost impossible to do, throws it out as a hokey set piece for a two-fucking-issue story. That's all this was. This was a set piece for a goddamn story, and you make it the most unbelievable fucking stupid thing ever, and it continues in this issue with the shit that happens because it drives me nuts. And in the meantime, you had Amin Mustafa, Eric, you know, the diplomat that we never fucking heard of. That's the yeah. other thing. Nothing was set up. I know that they were on this island and just jumped on this train, but I can't care about Amin Mustafa because I don't know who the fuck it is. Oh, no, you we know? were told that he was a good guy in this issue. Oh, That's about he, yeah. all we're told. Yeah, we were told that. In the meantime, for the whole point, I kept thinking he was going to turn on everyone, but it, it wasn't him. But I also want to know, Queen Industries had set this up. It is their their uh, train. Yeah. So you have them getting security, them getting yes, their wait staff, you know. Why didn't these other diplomats, because there's also all these Middle Eastern, the East and West, the, the peace between the East and West. We have all these uh, Middle Eastern Train diplomats. Train cars full. And um, why didn't their people look into some things? Because you have a bartender who is a known mercenary, pretty well known. Oliver knows him by sight. Hey, knows he's a piece of shit. Uh, he knew Diggle and they just, it is ridiculous. It really is. Yeah, security's a little lax here. It is Lex. And the other thing was, is when, remember, they, they poisoned, uh, Eddie. What, what's his, what's it? I always forget his last Eddie name. Eddie Fires. Eddie Fires. Fires. Eddie Fires ended up, he ended up poisoning, poisoning everyone with this, uh, you know, hey, non-alcoholic champagne for our Muslim brothers, huh? And just nobody else took a goddamn sip. I know I said they could have been waiting for the toast and, you know, Amin I, I, I does the know toast or whatever. I just know it's supposed to be non-alcoholic, but that poison only acts with alcohol. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, really, that was another thing. Well, in this, we're dealing with the end result. The cliffhanger last uh, issue was that Eddie said, what was it, a uh, an Irish goodnight? What did he say? Oh, God, he ghosted. It, yeah, he ghosted. The lights an went Irish out. Irish goodbye is something about ghosting. Yeah, ghosted. and uh, Eddie fires the, is crazy. The lights went out in the train. I don't know how he's rigged this up. It didn't seem like he had any sort of like tech like that. I don't he's got know. Got his magic watch. I guess, but he, yeah, his watch. He turned he off the lights. lights to go when out, the lights but, uh, came, to explode. Yeah, when the lights came back on, all the security are there suddenly, and they are attacking Oliver and Black Canary. Now, in the meantime. When it's like last, yeah, the yeah, it is. Statue it's the Statue of Liberty now. Re, it's reappearing in Paris now. Uh, they, the security, when this happened at the end of last issue, if you asked me and said, "Hey, Jim, what happened at the end there?" I would have said, "Oh, well, all these people are in on it. Now they're going to fight them because I, it, they, how could they be that dumb? Everybody kind of saw what was going on and knows that they didn't do anything. It looked like they, they he was poisoned." 
And, it, you know, even at a point where he had fucking foam coming out of his mouth, somebody has to have seen that and go, no, oh, no. See him here. He's they got were, blood coming out of his yeah, eyes, fucking yeah. mouth, But nose. yet these, the security thinks it's Oliver and Dinah, and they really are seeming to be on the up and up. They're legitimate security. They don't seem to be like Broderick's people that are going to fight them because through nope. this thing, they're just going to chase them. They're doing their job. They think they're doing it. Uh but yeah, Canaria, of course, uses the cry. They go off. Oliver's gonna go and find Eddie and try to get rid of him while Canary fights off the, uh, the security. Well, in the meantime, Eddie is gonna, it's ridiculous. He kills the train conductors and, uh, then he busts a fucking window out and he goes, and this is where- because he uses the arrow, like the, the broad head of the arrow yeah. that Oliver shot him on the previous issue. And I almost saw like, Okay, now he's framing Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. No, there's, no, there's none of that stuff. He no, just needed a murder seem, weapon. That's what I'm saying. This this story is just so just. Let's get it done. You know, they they have he has this Trans Pacific like, Railway. Waiting, never I was explained for it. The story to really start get going somewhere. Yeah. Like you know, was reasonable at least yep. to this whole thing. Well, never it gets, got that. Gets so much nonsense because in the meantime he's fighting uh Oliver. And did you get this thing where that he's really. They, they keep mentioning his stature. Like, yeah. you get back here, little guy. And what, what is going on? I, I said, I don't know much about him. In, and I said, well, was he a midget at one point that they're playing they, around with this? I don't remember anything about his stature previously, <laughs> but I was never like a big Eddie Fires guy yeah. growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. When, well, when, it, Connor, when Connor Hawk was a Green Arrow, I can't say that I was buying the Green Arrow book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, tell everybody what, tell everybody what you do know about him, because you do know a well, bit Eddie about Fires, him in the well, old deal. Eddie Fires was a mercenary, he was trying to kill Shadow. Eventually, though, after Green Arrow died, um, he would end up kind of raising Connor Hawk during his time yeah. with Green Arrow. Yeah. And so, when, you know, they were kind of amicable when, uh, Ali finally came back, but like, it's just been a love-hate kind of relationship where, you know, I don't even know how to put it. It's just, Eddie was just there, you know. Yeah. He was just this guy who's kind of stuck around in the Green Arrow. Comic. And it's, just, it's weird to kind of throw him in this, but like, really, to me, this is one of those. Well, here's no, that I legacy, Jim. I don't think it is, but I don't think there's, you know, a lot of Eddie fans out there. Though, but it is kind of like. You Pretty know, sure you he's. Kinda, a, he, I think he might have showed up in the Longbow Hunters, which everybody yeah, okay, loved. But, yeah, but it, I know it just of. seems like this is kind of a wasted thing with him. You know what I mean? Uh, because Unless yeah, he's be just a this guy. Thing that ben I guess he, to like go with. He zips away because yeah, what he's doing then? Oh my god! Uh, this thing. This train not only has I, dignitaries from the Middle East. Yeah. It has fucking sports cars. Well, um, again, like here's where here's what I want to remind everybody Heroin? of how heavy-handed it is the minute that oliver got into the train he went in through the garage and like who sports cars with diplomatic plates and i was like what what does he get because that remember when he said that that's where the poison was in the back of the one but yeah it was just a heavy-handed thing to so that when this happens you're like okay that makes sense i don't care none of it makes sense because eddie it's so weird to me though because Eddie and Ollie are fighting at the front of the train. Yeah, yeah. And Eddie gets the upper hand on Ollie and like does that whole thing where he jabs his thumbs in his eyes, which fucking yeah, always yeah, freaks yeah. me out. But well, next thing we see Eddie of, he's pulling out of the caboose of the train. Like, how did yeah, he yeah. make it all the way yeah, down this freaking like, the end of the and, train to get this? Open up the door, all, start yep. a sports car before Ollie was Before doing Ollie anything. can even react. Yeah, Ollie, well, he, he stabbed his eyes with his thumbs there. He did the professional wrestling move. That gets him every time. But in the meantime, the big thing of while, when they're fighting is he gets Ollie's 
uh, fucking bow, attaches yeah. his magic watch, and shoots it into the roof. And it is a bomb. It's a detonating bomb, which blows up fucking... I, I don't get... What are you getting at where you have what appears to be... Now, I don't know how thick the glass is. I don't know what's going I, on, I, but this... I actually found myself sitting there thinking about it, because I'm thinking... When this blows, we get yeah. a fucking a crack, and then it comes in the small. Fl- in my mind, it would continue cracking. Yes, it would continue cracking. The water would just keep like breaking you are on more the bottom of the ocean, under the sea, Eric, under the under sea. Under the sea. <laughs> I'm looking, and it it cracks, and it's just like even where uh, Ollie's right under it, it starts cracking, and he just like whoop, 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 I better get out of here. No, this whole thing would collapse. There'd be a disaster, especially now. I would guess that the train would have some safety measures where this would seal off. People would have to come and, and fish these people out. But Oliver out there, dying, they're dead. They That's should be like dead. Plan. And then all of a sudden, it's like, what is it, Sharknado going on everywhere? There's sharks everywhere. I, it, it's so crazy. But really, the ocean is dangerous, that, man. I, I'm telling you, though, this whole thing should be destroyed. There's no, but in the meantime, Diggle is going to start to, he's trying because Eddie did stop the train. So the train was stopped. Uh, Diggle is going to try to start the train, but in the meantime, you have the whole thing where Oliver's in the back and Oliver, or, uh, Dinah's got to go get him. And again, when did they get to the back? I don't know, but she's got to no, go where the, the water's that, coming that is, through. That's one of the most heavy headed things where Diggle's starting the train up, but the, yeah. the back of the train is not responding to control. Yeah. So Dinah has to go back and, and unhook unlock it. that section of the train. Yeah. And this is the part that infuriated me the most because she does this. And then yells for Diggle to hit it, and when he does, she realizes, oh no, I'm not a part of the trade anymore. Yeah, I gotta yeah. go get this. I'm like, why did you not think of this ahead of time? Again, you want you want me to tell you, you know, you want me to nitpick or whatever. They have it, and it looks like there's a drizzle coming out of these holes. You are on the bottom of the ocean. Canary yells, a canary cry to Diggle that goes all the way up, and he goes, Man, I'd be deaf. This whole fucking tunnel is coming down now. <laughs> if it wasn't before, it is fucking now. Nuts. It's Fucking nonsense. I, I see these people like, oh, this was a, a fucking crazy ride. Yeah, it was a crazy ride. It makes no sense. Yes, then she gets on a motorcycle as just another cool look. Like nothing. I think that Ben Percy in the story, the way he's I, setting up things is like, that would be cool. I Ooh, actually that wish would be that neat. I, uh, I actually wish that I had the freaking last issue handy just because from what I recall, there yeah. were a lot of cars in that train yeah, car, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at the size of this, and even what Eddie pulled out, it's not that big. It doesn't look like. No, I know. It's 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 ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The whole story just makes no sense. In the meantime, water's coming down, and Oliver and Canary are fucking having the time of their fucking lives. And then the next thing you know, shit does kind of break, and you got a hundred sharks, you got some penguins, and some turtles. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to. I love the art. So maybe this is just Juan just going nuts. Maybe he was told. But yeah, all of a sudden it, it is like Sharknado has happened. And it then really you is. Go, then you go from here to. Black Canary and Ollie yeah. running from a tidal wave pretty much on a motorcycle. Driving away on a motorcycle down this goddamn Again, tube. That could be cool. And it does look cool. It's the story that it's, it's based on. It's setup and everything around oh it. Oh my not God. Cool. Yeah, it's it's just ridiculous. So that you go to Seattle then and the, these people they're gathered that first off, they're protesting and they're they're pieces of shit, these people protesting. Erase the Middle East, bomb them all. It's not even clever. Uh I'm surprised we don't see the turn it to sand or turn it to glass, that sort yeah. of shit. 
Um, th- this is something probably just stupid because my own ignorance, but we're going from Shanghai to Seattle, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I know the way maps work and how they yeah, look. Yeah, they these this people is just. The I know what you're saying. Railway station West is in Seattle. I'm like, but we're going east the entire yeah, time. Yeah, I, I know. I it's whatever. Is it? Is I'm that stupid? You. I'm like, uh, is it that, might be because well, here's the me? deal. What the problem is is it is the quote unquote far east, Eric. Oh, so I they're understand. Gonna, they're gonna assume that. Uh, Did we take a shortcut? Is I'm telling you, I, I, yeah, maybe. But they're gonna they're gonna show up. They have this huge amphitheater. Uh, all these people waiting. What this is this the. This I don't is a know. Big to do. I we don't just know. learned about it on the Island well, again, of Scars. Okay. I've already said that I, I believe the way I figured it out, the whole thing would have cost in the trillions of dollars. Yep. This amphitheater right here, we'll, we'll go easy and say eight million right here. Uh, they're gonna come out. I mean, this thing looks futuristic. And they're going to come out. In the meantime, people are protesting. And you have Broderick, who, again, I don't even know. We had no transition of him from the Inferno going down to this. Uh, I don't know what's going on. And then, you know, he's also invited such dignitaries as fucking Hillary Clinton. She's yep. there. I don't know. Is this that Ben Percy was just hoping that Hillary would win the, the election? They don't say she's the president, but she is definitely there. It is her uh, they're waiting for this maiden voyage. In the meantime, Broderick knows that shit has been, you know, he has yeah, set, this set up. up. Eddie Fires. He, knows he has set up down. Eddie to do this. When the train comes out, it fucking flies out, crashes everywhere. Eddie Fires comes out first, is driving on the train yeah, with his friggin' sports it's car. It's so funny, too. He has a big smile on his face. He's just driving by, almost runs and, over Broderick, and, and then like, the Empire God's name. launches out of this too. Yep. Launches and then crashes. Okay, so I understand that you talking. want to outrun the water, Diggle, but couldn't you have hit the brakes at some point? I don't, I yep. don't know. It's just so weird to me that he would just launch this motherfucker yep. out of this tube. Yeah, it launches, and then well, in the meantime, in the meantime, they find out that uh, Amin is dead, and that's when Hillary Clinton's like, "Listen, they wanted to stop us." This just gives my resolve. I'm I'm gonna go forward now. Peace talks must go forward. I'm like really, what what, what is this? What what's going on now? And uh, we're gonna honor a means legacy. And really, this really was over the top, like social justice warrior stuff. You see these pieces of shit protesting, and then you have Hillary Clinton telling you know peace must survive. That's not see, what I got angry at. I get very angry as it goes to the finish because at this hold point, on though, but we we need to really set this all up. There, this train just came out. This is the eighth one in the world. This is like yeah. biggest deal yeah. going on oh, I in have, the world I have, right now. T- I have some the train issues. has launched out. Yes, dignitaries could be hurt, injured. Trains yeah, are yeah. destroyed. This whole complex is destroyed. Many people could be hurt here. Yeah, and one of the biggest guys, uh, Amin freaking Mustafa, dead. is dead. Dead. The country is about to fucking mourn because peace talks could be fucking ruined. Wars could be started. And then what happens, Jim? Well, well, what? With, with the, uh, canary and Oliver coming out? Canary fly out of the freaking tube on their motorcycle. Hey, everybody, we're back. Yeah. And even before that, I love it because the train crashes. It is a wreck. And this thing probably goes 200 miles an hour. It's a bullet train. And people just start wandering out, to, and and somebody yells, "We're alive!" And that's like almost like, okay, I guess we don't have to check that out. Here's where I have an issue. You don't okay. like the "We're back." I page before. There's Broderick. Yep. He is now part of a company. This is a Queen Industry train. It. I'm telling you, this thing had to have cost a trillion dollars. 
Queen Industries should be done. Oh, there God, is yeah. no way that Queen Industries does not go. We we had that thing with Bruce Wayne and the, the Wayne Night Industries Wing, yeah. and Nightwing and about the, the stock market and whatnot. You have a trillion dollar fucking eighth wonder of the world that on its maiden voyage, people are murdered on and the thing shoots out and gets completely destroyed. And not only that, the tunnel is now wrecked. This whole fucking thing is a disaster. Of, uh, he had insurance, don't worry. Now, here's the problem, though. I don't know how much, I don't think there's that much money in the world. I'm really, I'm not even joking. And what he says then, huh, the train might have crashed, but the war machine is alive and, and he's going to say alive and well. To me, this is where I was joking. We did have the weird science chat line going. This is where I was talking where he should be in the commercial, how I turned a trillion dollars into two million of cold hard cash. Because he's <laughs> saying like, oh, well, the train crashed, but you know what? There's going to be war, so we'll make money. That his company and he should be, fu- he would be fucking fired. He would oh, be, yeah. he would be given a pension. He'd be gone. This is the biggest disaster that any company would ever fucking have gone through. Not only that, but what other, di- you had Oliver Queen supposedly dead. Like shit for Queen Industries now has gone from bad to worse to worse to even worse. Like shit. Like when this Oliver, stuff does not continue Oliver like this. Innocence and gets his company back. There's nothing left. No, there should be nothing left now. Where did this money for this fucking train come? Heroin. The war machine keeps going, but uh, as he's going to say that, vroom, hey, everybody, we're back. I'm telling you, that line bothered me so bad because, yeah, he I, he should even know. Shit has gone bad. No. He's in front of everybody. Yeah. Dig the People are probably dead. And he's going to fuck. Hey, everybody, oh, we're he's back. He's mugging it up. And the point where at points in his whole existence of green arrow green arrow was not looked at as the greatest of guys people were against him that this isn't hey look oliver queen i'm back this is green arrow people would be like what when were you going what what the fuck what are you did talking you do about? here yeah yeah what like yeah basically they'd be like why the fuck did you just come jumping out of that goddamn tunnel what did you do and in the meantime most of the people is what we've seen think he murdered Thinking yeah. of mean. That is never resolved. I don't care what they said yelling to the goddamn security. Hey, we're the good guys. Let's not fight. Doesn't matter. Fucking Fuck Eddie is gone. He fucking Audi 5000 <laughs> out the fuck. He drove away. They are looked at as murderers. And he's just sitting there. Yeah, he just fucking left. And in the meantime, there's fucking Broderick back there who has done all he can to discredit. Really? Also, what else do we know about Oliver? He is right now, they thought he was dead, right? Yep. But they also well, thought he was a murderer. He, right now on the books, it still seems like he is looked at as murdering that secretary. Oliver this is Queen, nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Not Green so, Arrow, though. No, but that's what I'm saying. He's now Green Arrow that nobody cares about. It's fucking ridiculous. We're back. Now, I'm saying, when I first read this right before the podcast, I, uh, I didn't notice this, but looking at it now as we're talking, just to get on a lighter note away from the, like, the terrible, terrible. Yeah. Did you notice that on this motorcycle it says Wayne for some reason? Yeah, I did. It must be a Wayne Industries it, motorcycle. Or what? Some I just sort. don't understand. I just like, thought it was I stupid. See the w it's on the side where, here, and I see Wayne. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I see Wayne. Weird thing I, I, I have. said where we were talking about Green Lantern uh, amongst ourselves, Eric, because I don't know when that's going to fall on the podcast, and I'm making a thing. But uh, when we were talking about Green Lantern, we liked the whole callouts that makes the whole universe seem a little smaller and connected. Yeah. This is just stupid. This this Wayne on there. 
it just brings like everything else in this issue. Let's not set anything up. Let's just have things there for the sake of being there. Like I said, they made a impossible engineering feat for a two issue fucking arc and only to destroy it to make it a set piece. It is a set piece and a clever murder on the Empire Express. Oh, whoop-de-doo. Set up your fucking story. This story was not set up like you said when we went into it. We thought all this was going to be is Oliver stopping a fucking heroin train. Next thing you know, you have dignitaries out of nowhere. You have a thing. Also, I didn't even mention when I calculated the stuff based on the channel train, uh, it would probably take over a thousand years to make this goddamn fucking. Uh, yeah, like I said to Ray, I think it was Reggie said that he didn't. We hear the Indians, the American Indians, started building this way back, Eric. <laughs> this is nonsense. It really is nonsense. Ancient and aliens. I can't just sit there and say, "Oh, you know what? That was cool," or this and that. It is just so unbelievable. And then the story itself was nothing that made sense to me. Everything was just nonsense. And the problem is, I liked this book at the beginning of uh, Rebirth. So did I. I, I. I've gone from points where it bored me to now it's just angering me. It is becoming one of my least favorite books to read and review just because of this crazy nonsense. This it's is starting to revert ridiculous. back to what Ben Percy was doing in the previous Green Arrow series of the New 52, which I, think I it's fucking worse. loathe. I think it's and worse I thought because we were well past at that. least that was a dark story and you could say you know what, I don't really like that sort of story or, oh, this isn't the fun Green Arrow I want. This is worse because it seems like he's desperately trying to maintain what he had at the beginning of Rebirth and the fun and the legacy. But the having Black Canary come in the beginning of Rebirth was very cool and very yeah. fun and all this. Having Eddie come Eddie and blow up this tunnel and then jump the sh- I, it's real. I, really, I would have loved it. If this goddamn at the end, the fucking Trans-Pacific Railway would have jumped the shark. I wish all these goddamn sharks were underneath, so we're like, okay, at least he can make a joke about his fucking awful story with the fucking pen. Look at all these penguins all around. I just, and, and I just, I don't think that, it, it, there's few times where I have to say, like, I don't see the watchtower and go, you know where, the physics of the watchtower wouldn't really, I'm not yeah, like I that. I fucking hate you. It ha- no, but it ha- like, it we can even to. joke about the Batcave on the moon. That's ridiculous, yeah, but yeah. whatever. That's awesome, though. That's awesome. You, you slap me in the face with something like this, though. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm no engineer. I'm no rocket surgeon. It just, this angers me to all hell, uh, that how ridiculous it is. And it's just like thrown in there as just a cheap ass set piece. It, it infuriates me. Now, I will go on and say again, the art's awesome. I love the art. I love, the coloring is great. Uh, I wish that the story was better because it's Juan Ferreira's art is is being wasted, but it really is the one thing that's keeping it afloat. Agreed. Uh, because saying, I love the way the art looks. There were some, you know, silly things that he, he might have added to this, like, yeah. you know, story here. Again, but... though, I don't know how much he was told to do that. Like, oh, and then they're going to be there, have ocean life, and he's like, fuck it, I'm going with it. I'm going to have fucking sharks and things like that. And I'm telling you, you have just that panel, and you're like, that seems like a lot. It does look like fun. It's the story that's wrapped around it that makes it even more ridiculous. And plus, I don't like the bad mouth Juan Ferrer, Eric. I like Juan, and I really love his art. So, you know, I, I'll bet, I'm blaming it all on Ben Percy. I think I see him <laughs> over his shoulder going, and put a shark there, and a, and a great white, and I like penguins, and here a manta ray. Turtles. Oh my god, the st- <laughs> turtles. 
I like turtles. Where's where's the fucking soundboard? See, I need the soundboard, <laughs> Eric. I like turtles. There we go. There you, go. This, you know what we need it more of? LeBron That's right. I would have looked, and then I would have been in the tunnel, and this is what I would have said, Eric. I'm like they're not chickens, they're sharks, girls. They're girl. sharks. Stay away. Stay away from them chickens. They're sharks. Oh God. I, I <laughs> this book. I, I I'll tell you. I was so I think I was punch drunk from this book. It was beating the shit out of me while I was reviewing it. I completely, completely forgot about the fuck you five because with the art, I cannot give this issue a fuck you five. The art's too good. I gave it a 5 out of 10 on the site. And I didn't even realize it until the next day. I'm like, oh shit, because I was going to give it a 5.1. And I went and changed it. But if you go on the comic book roundup, you will see that I originally gave it a fuck you 5. But I can't really do that because the art's just too good. But I did. I gave it a 5.1. This book, I I like Green Arrow. I really do. It's not, He's not my favorite character. He never was. And at but, least he's back to looking like Green Arrow yeah, now, too. Like, and, we have the look. We just don't have the story. I'm, I'm just thinking that uh, Ben Percy is set. Like, this isn't the story. He's had a bunch of two-issue arcs. Yeah. And he keeps doing this. And I'm only hoping that this is because there's something big coming down the pike. And he's waiting for that to hit. And then we'll get something. And then we'll say, okay... We're back to what he had. He was putting his be- full focus on this yeah, down at the here begin- at, and this fucking yeah. mailing And really, you here. want to talk about it. He's also doing freaking uh, Teen Titans. Which, which we I still love. really enjoy. Yeah, I love. And But he's also doing other stuff. Maybe he's getting stretched too thin. And this is like, he kind of like, okay, I'm going to, you know, mail these in the next couple of things. I don't know. I, I hate to say that. The guy, uh, he, we he's proven to me in this rebirth with, the beginning of Green Arrow and the Teen Titans that he, he is a good writer. I just don't know that he has the idea for really good Green Arrow stories Again, because he I didn't have, have it in the new 52. We heard during Rebirth, like the beginning of Rebirth, I know, where you're going to say Jeff like, Johns. You know, like, well, I want like to say books? he was standing behind all the yeah. writers and telling I, them what to do. With a whip. I have no idea how far I it imagine went, but... that he's there yelling. Dan DiDio's hitting a fucking drum and they're fucking, the galley is going. They're fucking <laughs> rowing themselves. They're, they're going to the Pacific. I don't know Pacific. how far the truth is to this whole thing and how much yeah, Jeff know. Johns was really in, like into it. Yeah. But I'm saying, I think the early parts that I enjoyed might have been that and now. Yeah. Well, what so what, you, what you're, even what you're saying then is maybe, point. maybe he should step in a little. Again, maybe there's a point like every six issues, Jeff Johns like, could, should come to a meeting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They maybe they, he should step in and everybody meets with him and tells them, "Hey, this is what I've mapped out for the next six no, six no, months no. or six, you know." And then yeah, he's like, "Nope, this is what you're gonna do." But I I don't I just I can't take it. I I, I I'm telling you, I I was bad. so upset with the New Fifty Two Green Arrow that I was reviewing for so long yeah. that I was very upset when I gave this to you for Rebirth and it turned yeah, out because it was so good. good. And now I even so overlooked. Happy that you I even it. overlooked the clunky dialogue that people were saying because I liked it and it was more of like it's an fun. action movie thing and it was a lot of fun. Maybe we have to. Now they're back in Seattle. They're back, Eric. Uh, maybe Emiko joining up with them again. Maybe that'll help out. Uh, you know, maybe we'll get back to the the good stuff. But Hopefully. what would you what would you give it? Well, I'm saying I just thought some of the art choices were a little bit silly, but this comic for me, the score I'm giving is all art because the story's fucking nonsense. But it's my 4. my 9. whole thing is yeah. What's that? 4.9. 4.9. So there's the fuck you five. We went either side. We bookended yep. it is what we did. And I, 
I was thinking about it, but I like the art so much. I really do. Um, but yeah, that, that's Green Arrow. All right, and that's the spotlight arc. That is the spotlight for this week. We're gonna spotlight it everywhere. <sighs> yeah, yeah. We shown the light. Have we? We've shown the light, have we? Yeah. Uh, if you like what you hear here, Eric, and you like our dulcet tones, uh, maybe you should come by every Sunday night. There's a lot of things you can do now to kind of get involved with us, right? You can, uh, you could probably join Eric in a little Watusi contest. You like to do that down at the, uh, fucking VFW, right? Every weekend. I wouldn't. You always go there for you go there for the spaghetti dinner and Watusi dance contest. I every time you always come home with trophies. I I, you're no Frank Lemensky. You you are always that is first loser. You you know. But I I always like the shirt. It's like if you're a second place, your fucking uh your view doesn't change. The scenery doesn't change. I don't know what it says. I'm talking about. Did you ever see it's like a running shirt? Because if you're if you're second, you're always looking at the guy's ass. The fucking it doesn't change. Who watches runners? I'm saying as you're running, you have the guy in front of you, and the guy's ass is always in your goddamn face. You you know when you're running, you're in the guy's ass. When I was a senior in high school, I got got, I was stuck in a gym class because you got to pick what kind of gym class you wanted when I was in school. I didn't get my pick. <laughs> you didn't get your fucking, pick one? No, but there was this freshman girl who used to wear the shortest oh. short shorts, and I always made sure she ran in front of me. All yeah, right? see? And your scenery never changed. Now, you didn't mind that, I did but not it didn't at all. change. Eric, if you're going to be the dog on the porch, then get big and go home, right? I don't know what you said to me, Isn't that kid, what they feel say? You. you feel me? You feel me, my man? You, you ever you ever see this? Uh, I'm just gonna bring this. This makes no sense of why I'm bringing it up. But do you ever see when people play the the fucking bottle flip game? You you know what I'm talking about? Of course I've seen it. Yeah, fucking this this is all that goes on in my house. I hear them downstairs right now. I'm as far gonna as you told me them. earlier you murdered some kids already yeah, over it. My, because I'm sitting there trying to get ready for the podcast, and that's all they do. And they, they think I'm dumb. We we go food shopping. Oh, you know, any kid. What fucking kid asked to get a fucking water bottle ever? You, they want soda or, you know, anything. I don't know. T- Gatorade. Change. It seems like kids all have water Fuck bottles now. Fuck Oh, yeah, because they're always flipping it. Oh, Dad, can I have, please, sir, can I have a bottle of water and some carrots? What the, who the hell are you? You're no, no kid kids of mine. Of mine. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, Logan's like, uh, can I get a, a bottle of water? No. I said, I'm not going to go home and hear you fucking flipping it. So they're there. They're flipping it. I, it's driving me nuts. Because it's the worst sound. All you hear is fucking the bottle hitting. So I'm like, God damn it. So then they start being fucking clever with me or a little cute. Oh. No, they're getting cute with me. Then when they're like, you're just mad because you suck at it. Like they think I'm going to be fooled by that and join in. And it worked. I went over to them. That's the whole thing. And I'm like, you Dumb fucking bastard. asshole. So I'm like flipping and I, I, I'm like trying to get the whole thing down. And then I got mad and threw the bottle across the room. But then they picked the bottle. I'm like, you can't do that. So as, as kids usually do, hearing you can't do that just means, okay, we'll take it to another room. They came upstairs. <laughs> then I hear Zach yelling at him, what did you stop it? Then they went all the way into the attic and completely destroyed the attic is what I'm told. But I hear them again. It, it's 10.30 right now at night, and they're down there flipping that fucking bottle. I'm going to flip them right out the fucking window. I'm going to fire them out the fucking window, <laughs> right on the fucking front lawn. I'm so angry at them right now. I'm, I'm going to kill them. Uh, speaking of which, too, just to get it all out, that we were doing this spotlight tonight, and I'm getting ready for it, and we we're going to 
record at eight, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. We're gonna do it. And we always say something fucked up happens. Oh, it yeah. always fucks it has us. To. My son Wraith, he goes to get on the PlayStation Network. We just got a PlayStation Four, and we got everybody involved. Like uh, we sent out all the people from the the Get Fresh crew. We're gonna have like a gaming night possibly, and, and things like that. So uh, you know, we sent. So Lo, uh, Wraith goes to log on to the PlayStation Four. We can't log on. And all of a sudden, I realize somebody has fucking hacked our goddamn PlayStation Network deal. And then I get on, and I see on my thing that they bought two games now. I'm like, you fucking asshole. And I had to get involved. I had to get online with Sony in this chat. And fucking, I'm trying to find out the person's uh, goddamn email address. If they're listening now, I'll fucking kill you. I was so <laughs> angry. And then uh, they ended up uh, refunding the game. It was just a disaster. So then you're like, hey, are you ready to go? I'm like, no. I'm on the fucking line with Sony trying to figure out who the fuck stole my account. I was so angry. I just got that PlayStation 4. I, you know, we had that broken one, and then we saw a good deal. We go and get it. Now this shit's happening. Though I want to tell you. Though I want to give a little shout out to these uh, Get Fresh crew members. Uh, we all exchanged, you know, PSN uh, uh, IDs and stuff. Yeah, look, look at the gamer scores, fellas. Just look at them. That's all I have to say. I'm no Frank Leminski. <laughs> I was so worried because I haven't played games in years. I really haven't. My kids have played you know, standard Call of Duty and stuff since that, but I was a really, really big gamer. Like, I'm telling you, if I was, if I'm 80% comic fan, I was 99% gaming. I, that's all I cared about. I played yeah, you gotta all take a backseat to comics when we started yeah. this shit up. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Basically, you go back and I'll, you know, when was it? July of 2013? Is that when we yep. started this fucking shit? Fucking that fest? is correct. You go back and look, and you probably see the trophies in any games being played just pretty much ends when when our site started because it pretty much obsessed every bit of time from us or took it. And uh, so I go, and they're exchanging PlayStation Network names, and I'm like, okay, let's see. And they, of course, this is me right away. The minute that it happens, I'm like, these fu- if somebody has a higher score, I made the joke in the little chat room, you know, hey guys, you bet. I wasn't joking. This was me, and actually, that was me pointing out for somebody then to look. I wanted to spell it out so they'll look, so they can be envious of me. But yeah, I went on, and as each person added us, Rafe was in the other room yelling out their fucking trophy level. That's <laughs> so good. He's like, ah, I'm like, this guy added us. Uh, what's his level? He's a six. And really, tonight then, when we got back on, Rafe goes on, he's looking through, and he's looking at stats, all the games are playing. He's like, yeah, this Get Fresh crew, pretty bunch of weak asses, he's telling me. They're the weak sauce. I'm like, yeah, yeah, except fucking Mr. 18, Eric. That's all I have to say. So you guys check it out, 18. But, yeah, I want to remind everybody, too, if you want to talk with us, and not just us, everybody in the Get Fresh crew, as we call it, if you do go on Twitter and follow us on Twitter at Weird Science DC, and, you know, you kind of want to get involved, we'll put you in the chat room. This thing goes on fucking 24 hours a day. There's craziness. Not- <laughs> Even, like, Frenny, poor Frenny gets on. She's like, I have 900 messages. that, And I'll tell you, it's fast and furious. But, you know, today uh, we found out Toby was uh, going for a job interview. Everybody's wishing him luck. It's really good. And the problem, though, is me and you equate it to what always happens with us. This is something that we kind of set up. I did set up the chat room thing in the – it's a direct message Twitter with, like, 30 people. So we made it into an impromptu chat room. Me and you aren't involved there. They don't want us there, it nope. seems. We started the party, 
We weren't invited. We are, we are Gary and Wyatt at the end of friggin' Weird we Science. Are. Actually, I, I think at one point, we're Gary and Wyatt taking the dump. When, <laughs> yes. you know, all of a sudden we're, That's we're lighting saying. matches. It, we're awful. Like, these people are going, and I go into this, this chat room thinking I'm fucking hot shit. I'm going to, hey, look at me. I'm fucking funny Jim Werner. I'm going to make some things. I'm going to have the time. <laughs> Nothing hits. They're too busy talking about themselves. But I like it. That's what I really do enjoy, that people are talking to each other. They're getting to know each other and stuff like that. It's awesome. And it is, I really also, you don't know how proud I am, Eric. Of you. Now, how proud I am that actual other podcasts are even involved, like all the yeah, guys. Yeah, nice. Uh, I really like it. So, yeah, if you're interested in being in that and want to talk to these people as well, uh, let me know. I'll Who in. are these people? Who are these people? But, yeah, it's awesome. I'm telling you, right now I go, and I probably, if I look, I probably have like 7 trillion messages that I am behind. Yep, I am 250 messages behind <laughs> 250. And like I said, the party goes on without us. It goes on without us. But yeah, that is about all I have to say, except I guess I was going to say what we're going to talk about in the podcast, right? True. The main podcast on Sunday where we talk every single book. So really, if you want to know what we're going to talk about, everything, Eric. We have Aquaman number 11, Batman number 11. I might have been right, Eric. Cyborg number 5, Dr. Fate number 18, which ends that series. You happy about that? I'm very happy about it. Yes, you are, because you love that issue. Green Arrow, number 11. Green Lantern's number 11, which you heard tonight. He-Man Thundercats, number 2, which we're going to get together with Brandon and talk. Hopefully he's not drunk, Eric. And I just hope that I like it more than I did the previous issue. Well, really, you don't think? I'm desperately... The guy is drunk! There we go. Yeah, um, I have not read it yet. We'll have to see. Uh, Justice League, number 9. I have read it. Did you read it yet? No, I have not. Yeah. Lucky you. Nightwing number nine. Like Actually, I, I say this, and I gave Justice League a the lowest score of the week. Yet there is an issue that I was more angered by than Justice League. Justice League is one of those I have now become immune to the horse shit. Uh, <laughs> it really is. Like I have now been in the shit factory so long, I don't even smell the shit anymore. It's just the same every day. Same shit. Different day, Eric. I hate that saying. Nightwing number nine. Raven number three. Ooh, Raven. I remember you and Reggie. Boy, you had high hopes. I had high hopes. Oh, my goodness. It was so much better than what you're saying, Jim. It was Raven in high school. It could have been fun. I just remember what. It was last issue when I fucking got pissed at you and left. I don't know. You do that a lot. Yeah, I do. I did that a couple times. Suicide Squad number six. Uh, Reggie did not have high hopes for that, or high hopes. He actually didn't have high marks. Uh, Superman number 11, which continues that kind of Super uh, Sons Super introduction. Sons yep. And, uh, Trinity number three, where we get a little more of the White Mercy without much more of the White Mercy. Eric. Is, it, yeah, is it the know, White Mercy at this point? Not saying? the Black Mercy? Well, I'll tell you. The solicit calls it the White Mercy. That's okay. what I mean. The issue itself, I need some more info. And then there's also Cave Carson as a cybernetic eye that Reggie will be talking about. And then we have other things. We'll have other people chiming in. Nerd Church Radio, they'll be talking about image books. We'll see if DC Bros. Dylan will get off his ass, Eric, and talk about a little injustice. I'm going to have to crack it, the Dylan. whip on that boy. 
He always forgets, and I, I, he keeps telling me, like, why don't you remind me? I, I don't want to overst- you know, if he doesn't have time, he doesn't have time. I, I don't want to be a dick now. We'll see what goes on. I love that other people are involved. I really do. And it, it's not even the point where it makes us work less. It just extends the podcast. But I really like it. I think Christian might be doing something. I'm not sure. We'll see. We have a lot of rent and raves already. That people are, they're coming in hot and heavy. Eric, and we have our mail and all that. Everything we usually do. News. News, news, news. We have a news, uh, number four song. I did not realize that we had email. One. What's that? Mail oh yeah, email. Did I say news? News yeah. number four. I'm tired, Eric. I am tired. I don't know. I'm rambling now. But yep. yeah, uh, that is Wrap it. Wrap it up, Jimbo. I'm wrapping it up. I see the spotlight's dimming here in the watchtower, and we better do something, but we need to keep these lights on, Eric, so right? Lights on. How do we end it? Turn that spotlight off. Turn it off. Oh!